This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Happy Thursday. Good afternoon. Hope you're doing all right. Hope everybody's ready for a whole whopping two hours of today's Workday Red Zone. As always, we appreciate you tuning in here with us on the Ticket Radio Network and uh, also at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go. That's by downloading the EAB Media Group app. Just search for that Ticket logo. Hit Listen Live. You'll be all set. If you want to shout at us today, easy enough, 870-930-3776. The number to call in the Riot Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And you can also go ahead and shout at us on social media. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio on Twitter. At Kara underscore Richie. The hashtag for today's CavanaughCars.com question in real every day's is WDRZ. I am tempted to just do, you know, another, not another, but, you know, 30 minutes of, of volleyball play-by-play. As we've got A-State and Georgia Southern in the Sun Belt Tournament. Pulled up on the TV in the studio, but we should probably do introductions before we just dive straight oh. into that. I'm Kara Ritchie. I'm joined in studio, uh, at least for this one o'clock hour, by not Johnny Cash, although he is the man <laughs> in black today, but yep. it's it's Keith Barrett with us. Every so often I just decide I'm feeling Johnny today, yeah. and I'll, I'll put on the black shirt and the black pants, enjoying volleyball on the screen and Gonna enjoy lots of basketball tonight. Yeah. Brooklyn at beautiful Bearcat Arena. Got the the Brooklyn tournament or uh, showcase coming up. So Brooklyn's playing in that. Valley View's playing in that. So you can hear Brooklyn on Kiss, Valley View on KBTM. Uh, so it's going to be another busy weekend and start to the weekend. Thursday is like the weekend eve. So we'll we'll count it. We'll we classify it. I uh, also want to welcome in Ryan James to today's program. Ryan, you doing all right? Yeah, doing all right. All right. So uh, everybody is present and accounted for. I want to give you a heads up in terms of the slate today. Coming up at 1 o'clock, we're going to get to know the Bobcats. We're actually going to talk a decent amount about Texas State today. But Texas State sports reporter and host of uh, what I think is probably about the best-named uh, podcast in the, in the Sun Belt, Win Now or Get Bent is the name of the podcast. <laughs> it's Kev Chardello that's going to be joining us today at 1 o'clock as we uh, get to know this opponent that's rolling into Centennial Bank Stadium coming up on Saturday for the Red Wolves. There are obviously a, a lot of things going on surrounding that game coming up on Saturday. And since A-State has this opportunity to become bowl eligible for the first time since 2019, they're pulling out all the stops for the home finale against Texas State. It is senior day. It is Heroes Day. It is Fan Appreciation Day. So you got multiple game day themes. There are ticket promotions and fan activities in place. And, of course, that DeMario Davis bobblehead giveaway. So you can find out all the details on that on all of Arkansas State's social media channels and, of course, at astateredwolves.com as well. Saturday's kickoff at 2. Elsewhere, Arkansas defensive coordinator Travis Williams has been nominated for the Broyles Award. Of course, that is named for Coach Frank Broyles. Give it annually to the nation's top assistant coach in his first year on the Hill. Uh, Williams has absolutely transformed that Arkansas defense. Meanwhile, the Memphis Grizzlies awaiting news on their latest injured player. Uh, Hopefully, there will be an update on Marcus Smart today. He suffered a left ankle injury Tuesday night against the Lakers. 
and is slated to be reevaluated. So at this point in time, you just cross your fingers, <laughs> say a prayer. Yeah. Uh, for that Grizzlies lineup, it is it is rough, rough sledding. Mash unit. Yeah, right now for Memphis. So maybe we'll see some news there. If not, uh, of course, with the Grizzlies set to return to action tomorrow, they will put out a PR report on social media sometime this afternoon or, or early evening. So uh, that should happen at, at some point in time today. Again, it is, it is a big-time fingers-crossed situation there for for Memphis. In terms of today's KavanaughCars.com question, we're, we're not doing a sports question today. Oh, okay. We've had three of those this week. Obviously, we'll have one tomorrow where we talk about game predictions for Texas State. But but I wanted to get a, a little bit of a, a head jump on the Thanksgiving talk. Ah. Next week, is it's a week from today. For those of you like myself that are now all of a sudden into crossover season and can't remember what day it is, it's it's a week <laughs> from today. So today, today is the day uh, I'm talking to myself here where you need to be contacting your family and finding out what your plan is for Thanksgiving <laughs> and, and where you need to go and uh, whether it's going to be on Thanksgiving or Friday or something else uh, along those lines. Make those plans today. Uh, but obviously, next week is going to be a short week for us. Yeah course we're not going to be with you next thursday we're also not going to be with you on friday either as we as we have our thanksgiving break so we're going to have to condense a whole lot of conversations next week in, into three <laughs> short days we'll only be with you monday tuesday and wednesday i'm really hoping monday and tuesday are dominated by recapping wins and hope. I, i'm hoping also that it's talking a lot of bull talk and projections that would be, if I could script my Monday. That would be the good script. Yeah, and then we'd just repeat that Tuesday because why not? It'd still be fun. So we just we just keep on keeping on with that. And then Wednesday, of course, as we look ahead to next week, that's going to be previewing four days of, of sports action. So, again, I thought we would get a head start on the Thanksgiving talk today. Now, I still don't think I've actually spit out the KavanaughCars.com question, so probably need to do that. I want to know today, what is your most controversial Thanksgiving food opinion I mean controversial for example saying you don't really like cranberry sauce that's that's not terribly controversial no that's kind of I mean that's something that's a mixed bag yeah I like cranberry sauce now if you say everybody does if you say you're gonna drink it through a straw on Thanksgiving yeah that's I mean you're that that would be controversial yeah you're a bigger weirdo if if that's what you're gonna do on Thanksgiving to be honest you don't want to melt cranberry sauce (laughs) That doesn't work well. Yeah. Uh, for example, controversial, like, say, if you think dressing is the worst part of the Thanksgiving meal, I think I would personally find that controversial. So that's some of the the statements that we are looking for today. I never know how smart it is to plan to talk about food for two hours before lunch, but... Well, you're talking to a man who <clears throat> has two different kinds of dressing. Okay. Every Thanksgiving. Okay. Rosemary makes the kind that her mama used to make, and she makes the kind that my mama used to make, and I love both of those. <laughs> I've gotten to the point, I have like two recipes I stick with on Thanksgiving, and, and I don't try, I'm not, I'm not a big cook, I'm just not, it's not, there are people who love cooking and, and baking and things like that, I ain't it, so if I find something that works... I am firmly in the if it ain't broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. 
So I will make a casserole and I will make, uh, I make chicken and dumpling casserole, which I know sounds a little different, but trust me. Makes sense to me. And I make uh, a, a bread pudding that I've already forgotten what it's called, but it's, it's, it's great. And, that, and that's it. That's it. That's all I'm bringing. If, if I'm ever invited to anything at anybody's house, it's, that's all I'm bringing. I'm not going to get adventurous. That's it. Either that or it's going to be something store-bought. <laughs> but also, partly this question inspired today by, by something I saw yesterday as I was mindlessly scrolling through social media. And I saw somebody make a Thanksgiving waffle. And what they did is they had, like, the waffle machine, the little press. Yeah. And they took, like, a scoop of stuffing and put it into the waffle maker to make, like, a stuffing waffle. And then took a scoop of mashed potatoes on top. And then, like, a layer of turkey somewhere in there. And then a dollop of cranberry sauce on top. So bad. That felt a little controversial oh, okay. to me. <laughs> it's different. It's, yeah, that, that's like I have some friends that live in the Chicago area. Mm-hmm. Or as they like to call it, Chicagoland. And they talk about having Thanksgiving sandwiches. Okay. You take your turkey, you take your dressing, and you slap two pieces of bread on it. Turkey dressing gravy. I don't know if they put potatoes with it or not. And then they slap bread on it, and that's a sandwich. Yeah, it's good for your leftovers. That sounds all right. Yeah, better than a waffle. Better than a waffle. <laughs> we will. Uh, <laughs> if, I at, want, if I get a waffle, I want a blueberry waffle. We will at some point in time today uh, get into some sports talk, and in fact, that's actually what we're going to dive into next. We've got so much coming up this weekend. Uh, for Arkansas State Athletics. So we'll we'll get into a little bit of hoops talk and, and a little bit more football talk when, when we return. But we need to step aside. Uh, our, by the way, Arkansas State Volleyball whew, in, in Georgia Southern in another tight one. But we'll give you an update on that when we return as well. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. It doesn't matter if you need to stock up for a holiday gathering, stock up after a holiday gathering, or pick up something for the grown-up on your gift list. It's always worth the drive to Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the best prices with more than 200 flavors from around the world. And there are lots of gift sets available this holiday season. And Mr. T's is open 365 days a year. Any time of year, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's in Cardwell and in Red Onion, Missouri. Mr. T's at Riverside. It's the Kavanaugh Black Friday blowout going on now at Kavanaugh Hyundai in Jonesboro. The biggest savings and best selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Get 0% financing for 60 months and no payment until March on every new 2023 Santa Fe SEL or drive off in a new 2023 Hyundai Venue SEL. Now just $22,385 or a new 2023 Hyundai Elantra. Only $23,800. Don't miss the Black Friday blowout at Kavanaugh Hyundai in Jonesboro or go to KavanaughHyundai.com. Local Tire and Wheel has Veterans Day deals all this month. And in honor of our veterans, everyone who buys new tires or new wheels in November is getting the local Tire and Wheel military discount. That means everyone gets 25% off in-stock tires and in-stock wheels all this month at Local Tire and Wheel. It's our way of saying thank you to those who have served. Get four brand new tires today with nine months same as cash. Payments to fit your budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. 
I mean, why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay? Plus, all local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance and our road hazard protection program. And we offer $50 in referral cash back. Plus, this month, everyone gets our military discount, which is 25% off in-stock tires and in-stock wheels. Plus, nine months, same as cash. Payments to fit every budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireAndWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel, Jonesboro, Arkansas. This is Coach Butch Jones, and we need you to help our A-State athletic programs by donating to the Impact Club. This is an organization that is making a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access that you will not find anywhere else. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support is greatly appreciated and is helping our programs right now. Wolves up. Hi, this is Jordan Kohler, owner at Roof Raiders. At Roof Raiders, every job is a mission for us. Whenever you call, day or night, we're always on duty, always ready to respond fast. We treat your project like a priority because it is. When Mother Nature is at its worst, the team at Roof Raiders is at our best. So call Roof Raiders for your roof. We'll go to roofraiders.com and discover why we're NEA's first and finest choice. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear. Enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara, Keith, and Ryan hanging out with you on a Thursday. What is your most controversial Thanksgiving food opinion? That's today's KavanaughCars.com question. By the way, Keith, Mr. A says he makes the sandwich that you're you're talking about every year in terms of with, with the Thanksgiving leftovers. You toast a bun, spoon a dressing, stack turkey, top with cranberry sauce. Says he calls it a dirty bird. Very good leftover meal. Okay. He's a little bit of a turkey hater, but we'll get into more of his comments in a moment. Uh, checking in, uh, before we, we dive into some, some hoops and football talk and all of that, Arkansas State Volleyball currently in action. In the Sunbelt Conference Tournament, they were able to get a win yesterday over Georgia State in the first round to advance three sets to one. And so far uh, today against Georgia Southern, it is it is all kinds of drama. The Red Wolves trailed midway through the first set before they came back and rallied to win that set 27-25. to So clearly that one went into extra points. Set two is going to go into extra points as well because, again, in volleyball, you got to win by two. So right now, A-State is trailing 25-24. 
Uh, I believe they were in their last set as well before they came back and rallied. So they're going to have to rally in this one, uh, just like the last one. But all kinds of drama early early in the day. Uh, A-State came in to this as the sixth seed in the West. Georgia Southern is the three seed in the East. So this would be an upset as uh, the Eagles had a bit better of a conference record, bit, bit better of an overall record. So A-State trying to go out to a 2-0 lead while the Eagles trying to rally back and take the second set. We will give you a score when that one goes final. It's kind of looking around at, at what's going on here for the A-State Sports Weekend. Because obviously, like, it's a huge weekend. Everybody playing. Yeah. A huge weekend. Two big basketball games coming up tomorrow. One in Jonesboro, one on the road. And then, of course, uh, A-State football's opportunity to get bowl eligible against Texas State. But I went back and looked because there's kind of some fun storylines uh, with with these three most talked about games. And it's it's the fact that kind of the overall theme for A-State Athletics this weekend is it, it happened before, so can it happen again? And what I mean by that is there have been two times previously, 2013 and 2017, where A-State football was able to clinch bowl eligibility with a win against Texas State. Again, 2013-2017, that happened. Additionally, Arkansas State men's basketball, they've been able to win at Iowa before. Yep. 66-62 was the final there. Uh, A big game for John Tate. He scored 23 points, and at that point in time, a-State uh, improved 4-0, upset the previously unbeaten Hawkeyes 5-1 in the Amana Hawkeye Tournament in Iowa City. That, of course, was a few years back. but I missed that tournament. Okay. Because I was uh, with the football team on a playoff run to Reno, Nevada. We were playing the Wolfpack was on, that, on a Saturday. Was that 85? I forget what. The numbers yeah, are. yeah, it was uh, it was December sixth of nineteen eighty five, which, by the way, had this message. Saw this message from from Jeff Reed, friend of the program, a State Nation publisher, saying, "Quote: I remember when Tate and Co. One was able to pick up Iowa AM radio station with Mega Signal. Post game was fun. They were in shock. May have been the first time they lost in their tourney uh, about the defeat in in John Tate." End quote. I bet that would have been a fun post game to to listen to. Of course, one other thing, uh, another situation where A State is trying to repeat history this weekend is obviously with with the women's basketball team hoping to take down the University of Arkansas as well. That happened in two thousand and five uh, at uh, then the Convo, also the then Indians uh, were the winners of that game ninety eight eighty four. So again, you've got three different scenarios where A State is trying to repeat history. Uh, coming up this weekend, and it should be should be pretty fun. We'll talk a lot more about hoops tomorrow uh, with with those games on tap, and that'll include probably also a, a couple of comments from A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers. She did a Zoom with the media today. She had a lot of good stuff to say, so we'll follow up on that uh, coming up on, on tomorrow's show. But with this football matchup coming up, Keith, this it's it's kind of interesting here because these two teams have over the past couple of years it's it's been super close but A state has improved over the teams that met last year in San Marcos that being said Texas state 
has improved quite a bit over the you teams can, that met last year. You can make the argument that these are the two most improved teams in the Sun Belt. Sure. Sure. I would be absolutely on board with that. We'll learn a lot more about the Bobcats coming up at 1 o'clock when we're joined by their beat, uh, by their sports reporter, Kef Chardello. But this is already, for Texas State, a season that is considered just a monumental success. I didn't realize this until I was kind of reading more information about, about their program. But going into this year, they were one of just three FBS teams who had never, ever competed in a bowl game. Ever. 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 Now, they made the move up to the FBS level in 2013, and that is when they joined the, the Sunbelt Conference. They did have some success as an FCS program, but, again, they've never gone bowling. They had two different years where they clinched bowl eligibility with six wins, but that was when there were a smaller number of bowls. That was when the Sunbelt had two tie-ins. So they were left out in the cold a couple of different years and weren't able to get to to a bowl game. So this is obviously, again, this has already been a great year for them. They're at six wins. They could get to eight. Obviously, in the regular season, they got two games left like A-State does. They could potentially get to nine with a bowl win, although obviously I would like to see A-State spoil that that trajectory. But uh, it, it would set a program record for wins as an FBS team this season. Texas State would if. Uh, they got to eight or more. Texas State was always one of those teams that, that for years it kind of felt like we were talking about them being a, a sleeping giant in the sense that, one, they're in Texas. So you got recruits out the wazoo. But they, they have an enormous student body. Enormous student body. They are one of the largest institutions, I, th- I think, in the country. Just a huge, huge student body. So you've got all of this support if you can if you can harness it and, and rally it and, and bring everybody together. And they've been able to to do that. They've kind of spent several years plagued by bad hires and then also, at least judging by a lot of their fan comments, um, administrative ineptitude. Well, they don't have the administrative ineptitude anymore. No, and I mean that more from their athletics department leadership as opposed to, you know, whoever was leading their, their overall campus at the time. They they had an AD that they hated enough to, like, buy planes to fly banners <laughs> in Larry Tice, but he's been gone for a few years. Of course, we know Kelly Dampus is there now as their, their president, so he kind of oversees everything there in San Marcos. But, but uh, clearly they've... They've taken a huge step this year. Started the year by beating Baylor, which was massive. And haven't been completely consistent all the way through. But it's a team that can score a boatload of points. And I, I can't wait to talk to Kev Chardello coming up at 1 to find out more about just how they have been able to do that. Um, one thing they did in the offseason, they went out and they hit the portal really, really hard uh, behind their new head coach, G.J. Kinney. But I do find it interesting because their coach before that and, and Jake Spavadol, was somebody who was portal-heavy as well, transfer-heavy as well. It kind of goes to show you that it's not... It can... Sometimes a strategy can work, but sometimes it also very much doesn't. Yeah. It really just depends on who's in charge. It depends on who you get. Yeah. Who you get, who's in charge. And G.J. Kinney has done a a good job bringing people in. He was an FCS coach, by the way, 
uh, coached it Incarnate Word. They were known for putting up boatloads of points. Big numbers. Yeah. And that's what he has been able to do uh, there with them so far. Again, just to reiterate, there's there's all kinds of stuff going on with that game uh, coming up Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium. Fan day, uh, senior day. Do want to continue to mention if if you want to get out there and and you know give a give an extra round of applause and all of that to A State's eleven seniors. That's going to start at one thirty five. Is when they do that. And then obviously, uh, prior to that, if you want to get out there and and see the team for the Red Wolf Walk, that is always two hours and fifteen minutes ahead of kickoff. So that means on Saturday it's going to be at eleven forty five a.m. But so much other stuff going on, and of course, I know everybody wants to find out how they can get that demario bobblehead <laughs> so so again uh there's there's some that are going to be handed out at the gate there's some that you're going to get a voucher for in tailgate city uh in fact they're going to have 250 vouchers at tailgate city they're going to have 750 bobbleheads when you if you're one of the first 750 to walk through the gate uh, but make sure you check again the uh the promotion announcement on astateredwolves.com and so you can find out so you can make sure you're going in the right tent to get that voucher at tailgate city or the right gate uh, there for, for A-State football to be able to get that. And by the way, the first 100 A-State students on the student deck will also receive a free bobblehead with their student ID. So the game sponsored by High Troll. There's also multiple ticket promotions. Uh, since, is, since this is the Fan Appreciation Day, uh, there are deals on tickets in the Upper East Side. There are deals on tickets uh, in, for, in terms of chairback seats. There are all kinds of different ways you can go and get into that game also. Uh, if you purchased a ticket to the, the men's or bas- women's basketball games this week against Alcorn State or, or Arkansas, respectively, you can also present that ticket at Centennial Bank Stadium on Saturday before kickoff to receive a ticket to the football game as well. So, all kinds. All kinds of all stuff. All kinds of different ways to get into this game. By the way, Georgia Southern took the second set against A-State in this Sunbelt Conference Championship second round. So we will continue to keep an eye on that. We also, yeah, it's break time. Let's go ahead and step aside for a, a quick commercial. We'll come back. Some Sunbelt news I uh, want to follow up on that we talked about a little bit yesterday in terms of James Madison and their waiver. The verdict has been issued. And we'll speak on that more when we come back. Keep it with us on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Good afternoon. I'm Kate Morgan from the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. December corn at 467 and three quarters, down three. March also down three at 485 and a half. January soybeans at 1355 and a half, down 29 and a half. March down 29 and three quarters at 1369 and three quarters. December wheat at 547 and a quarter, down 13 and a quarter, with March down 12 and a half at 575 and a half. December cotton at 7816, down 25. March down 48 at 8053. And January rice at 1718, 
up 24, March up 43 at 1758. In the livestock complex, December live cattle at 176.78, down 101. February down 140 at 177.38. And November feeder cattle at 229.65, up 23. January down 208 at 228.83. And December lean hogs at 7038, down 68. February down 45 at 74.45. That's your new farm market report brought to you by Barn Talk. Reliable alarms, instant connectivity, easy setup. Attention livestock owners. Ever lie awake at night worrying about what's happening in your barns? If something went wrong, how would you know? With Barn Talk, you can monitor barn temps, water consumption, feed bin levels, and more 24-7 at your fingertips. Barn Talk is self-connecting and works in rural areas. No landline, hotspot, or internet needed. Install it on your own in minutes. Barn Talk self-tests every two minutes and works even when the power goes out. Visit go.barntools.com slash EAB for more information or to find a dealer near you. The 44th Annual Great Duck Race is coming up Saturday, November 25th as part of the 88th Annual Wings Over the Prairie Festival in downtown Stuttgart. Registration is now open for the 10K and 5K. Everyone is invited to attend. Set your personal best on this fun, flat course. Pre-register today to guarantee a race t-shirt or finisher medal for the 10K. For more information on the 44th Annual Great Duck Race sponsored by Baptist Health during the 88th Annual Wings Over the Prairie Festival, visit StuttgartDuckFest.com. Buy two, get one free. During the huge hunt fest sale going on at the manliest store in Jonesboro, DNW Outdoors. The once-a-year sale you've been waiting for is here. If you can wear it, you can buy two, get one free. All apparel, boots, waders, all mix and match. Buy two, get one free. Check out these other unbelievable hunt fest specials. Mojo Baby Drake Motion Decoys were $79.99, now $59.99. All motion decoys 10% off. Dakota Extreme Flockhead Mallard Decoys on sale and price too low to advertise. Buy any six boxes of decoys at DNW and save 10% off each box. DNW Outdoors, your local duck hunting headquarters, celebrating duck season with shotguns, decoys, waders, camo, ammo, and more at prices no other store can match. Don't miss the huge hunt fest. Buy two, get one free sale November the 13th through the 19th at the manliest store in Jonesboro. DNW Outdoors on Parker Road just off the triple nickel bypass. DNW Outdoors, large enough to serve you, small enough to know you. Buy two, get one free today at DNW. Central. Ford and Truman is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. And right now, get $6,500 off select 2023 F-150s, $9,000 off select 2023 Expeditions, and 0.9% APR. And $500 cash back on select 2023 Explorers. Central Ford just off I-555 at exit 29 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. Catch two Big Red Wolves games with just one big ticket, November 17th and 18th. A-State hosts Arkansas in women's basketball action Friday night at 7. Then you can redeem your ticket to that big in-state matchup for a free ticket to Saturday's 2 o'clock home football game against Texas State. Get your Thanksgiving week started with a bang. See the Red Wolves in two big games with just one big ticket Friday and Saturday. Go to astateredwolves.com slash tickets or call 870-972-3882 and we'll see you there with your Wolves up. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Keith and Ryan hanging out. 870-930-3776, the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. What is your most controversial 
Thanksgiving food opinion. That's our CavanaughCars.com question. Of course, we've also got an eye on A-State Volleyball. They're taking on Georgia Southern in the Sunbelt Championship second round. Right now, the Red Wolves up 9-7 to seven in the third set. Tied 1-1 one and one so far. So, again, we'll continue to throw updates your way on that. There was a big update uh, college football-wise, Sunbelt-wise, whatever-wise, uh, last night when the NCAA decided that it would not approve James Madison's waiver for bowl eligibility. And also, that means Jacksonville State will not be able to go bowling. Tarleton State was trying to get eligible, I think, in the FCS playoffs because yeah. they're in the first year of their transition. They don't get to go either, so it was just a big no-go all around uh, for all of those teams that were hoping to find a way in. Um, at the end of the day... There's a very good chance we can see James Madison and Jacksonville State anyways uh, go bowling. Because there aren't going to be enough 6-6 six and six eligible teams. Yeah. But uh, for now. bowls. Yeah. For now, it's, it's a no. It's a no for JMU, which, again, does not look like it's going to impact a bowl. But it does impact bowl placement. And, of course, if they had gotten eligible, then they would have become the East champ and yep. the team that would represent the East in the Sunbelt Conference Championship game. But that is, uh, again, that is not happening. Uh, looking at... The rules is the rules. Yeah. The NCAA doesn't like to change their rules, whether they make sense or not. I, I, I don't have an issue with... with the NCAA upholding the rules. I am kind of curious. What's the point in a waiver process to begin with? <laughs> if you're just, I, I get why JMU would want to exhaust every single last possibility oh, for course. their student athletes. Absolutely, yeah. you understand that. But, but if you're the NCAA, just just don't allow the waiver. Just be like, no, we're done. This is a finished conversation. Because now this has been drug out for forever, and I, I'm kind of with you in terms of the. The rules are the rules. You make the change late, and then you end up penalizing other programs. Yeah, and you have to remember, people keep forgetting this. The NCAA is made up of a group of academic committees. Do committees ever do anything quickly? No. No, and they actually did do this quickly. Yeah. Because JMU put in their most recent waiver less than a week ago and because time was obviously important here they they went through it quickly but I, I did see what yesterday when this news broke we were talking about something like four committees that it had yeah, to pass were through four committees that had to go through and all four said the same thing no the rules are the rules the ncaa division one board administration committee made the final decision which was uh, echoed the conclusion of the three other committees that met on it according to a story I'm reading here from ESPN.com. So, again, just know for JMU. And this obviously, again, changes things in, in the Sunbelt. If they if they had gotten the waiver, they wouldn't have been able to participate in the Sunbelt Championship. But now that looks like it's going to come down to a race between at least Coastal Carolina and App State. I think I haven't looked at tiebreakers, so I don't know if mathematically Georgia Southern and Old Dominion are still in this as well. Uh, but uh, right now, Georgia, or excuse me, right now, Coastal Carolina, the leader in the standings in the East, once you take JMU out of the picture. 
but I don't I I if ES if ESPN they don't decide if the NCAA had decided this back in I think April was when JMU put in their first waiver or something like that I would have been fine with it I don't know if I would have loved it happening this week because now you've got these other teams in the Sun Belt that have been strategizing, you know, what they're doing to win a Sun Belt East title, and then you have another team in the mix in the eleventh hour. Yeah, that's that's not great for the other schools. Yeah. But at the same token, James Madison has uh, won all their games. You can only win the games you play. Yeah. They've won them all. Yeah. So. I did like a tweet from their head coach, Kurt Signetti. And I don't have it pulled up, so I'm going to paraphrase here. But uh, what he said was something along the lines of, you know, first off, Saturday, of course, they're hosting college game day, which is huge. But he said something along the lines of, you know, as, as a fan base or as a team, we can come out with a massive chip on our shoulder or we can sit around and cry and whine about it. What are you going to do? Put that challenge out there to his fan base, maybe to his players as well. Uh, because I'll be honest with you, a lot of the fan base has gone deep whining and crying route. But he is trying to get them to... Yeah, that's true. He's trying to get them to move on. Uh, And it looks like that is going to be the case. Now, just because the program is moving on doesn't mean everybody surrounding it is moving on. There there is going to be legal action. And in fact, the Virginia Attorney General has sent a demand letter to the NCAA threatening legal action. So, that this is... This is, lawyers at the NCAA are not going to move quickly enough to get that resolved this year. So this is far from a finished story, but it is probably finished in terms of 2023 relevance. That that fellow is building a nice grandstand that he can stand on and try to appeal to voters in the great state of Virginia. Sure, as as is their legislator. From what I've read, they have bipartisan support. Uh, because there's not very much that seems to unite people across all political platforms like hatred for the NCAA. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what a lot you of got their, it. that's what a lot of their politicians are doing right now. Whether the what, whatever side of the aisle they're on, uh, that's it's kind of funny. You can just unite everybody by hating the NCAA. Uh, that's how we. That's how we're going to have world peace, people. Let's go to the phones and shout at Bootsy. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You doing okay? Hey, doing well. Thank you for the phone call. Well, thank you. Uh, what uh, any, any idea why that rule is in place regarding uh, this situation? It's the Marshall Rule. So back in whenever Randy Moss was there, Marshall, it, it was something to do with how they were jumping up and jumping down classifications, but they had all this talent, and they they were. I, I would. Oh, I'm doing a bad job telling the story. Keith, do you have? Insight to add here. It, I, it, it is put in place because of Marshall. I know that 100%, but I'm doing a bad job of telling the story as to why. Yeah, and there are two things going. That, that For a while, there, I think Marshall wound up going up and then back down and then back up. Um, and... The other real reason that nobody wants to admit is that the NCAA didn't want more teams going from one AA to one A, which was 
the divide that is now FBS and FCS. Um, yeah. You know, the, the schools that had had big-time football forever didn't want to invite other schools that had had success at a smaller level, at a smaller budget amount. Um, you know, so usually if you they put in the rule, you had two years that would be affected. The first year, you'd play an FCS schedule, and you'd have FCS um, limitations on your scholarships, but you were not eligible for the FCS playoffs. Then the second year, you'd have FBS scholarship limits, which are bigger. You'd play an FBS schedule, tougher opponents. Yeah but you were not eligible for their postseason, which yeah. is the bowl season. So, all right, so here's what happened, I think, Bootsy. This was in 95-96. So Marshall in, I want to say like in, in 95, they were getting ready to to transfer up in, in nine, no, 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 in 96. They were getting ready to transfer up in 97, so they went out and they they got just this insane roster. It included Randy Moss, and and so in '96 they had all of these high level players that knew they were going to be able to play at the Division One level the next year. So they just steamrolled the FCS competition, and Marshall was able to get. They were still able to participate and win the '96 championship game. They were good to go in '97 at the D1 level, and there was no penalty for anybody involved. So they they put in a rule yeah. after that. Because wow. Marshall got too good too quick. Yeah. They had Chad Pennington yeah. on that team, too. So you're talking about an NFL quarterback and an NFL all-time wide receiver. The 96 yeah. team had Chad Pennington, Randy Moss, John Wade, Chris Hansen, Eric Kresser, and Doug Chapman. So they had multiple NFL players and good players on that roster. Well, you know, hear, hearing that, I would like to see them do away with the rule. Not not so much mid-season, you know, but to say starting whatever year, this rule is not going to be in place anymore because really with the transfer portal, the NIL, teams can do the same thing right now. You know, get really good really quick. And it just doesn't really serve a purpose for me. It might have made sense way back then, uh, but I think the NCAA needs to let that rule go. Uh, because, you know, the Sun Belt apparently is very good at selecting schools because yeah. the same thing happened when Georgia Southern, Southern came into the league. Yeah, both Georgia uh, Southern and App State should have been bowl eligible in their first yeah. year, and, and neither yeah. one were able to participate due to that rule. Now, I, I would anticipate it changing moving forward, Bootsy, and one of the reasons for that is also because one of the things that they did, I think, when they went through another thing of changing NCAA rules, they changed the amount that it costs to reclassify. It's now more expensive. Yeah. It used to just be like $5,000 to move from the FCS to the FBS level. Well, now that price tag has gone up to $5 million. So you're not going to have as many teams that are, are willing to just jump in unless they've got careful consideration, careful planning on their part to be able to mitigate that $5,000. Five million dollar fee. 
Yeah, and to me, that's just way too much. My goodness. <laughs> it will definitely achieve that purpose, that's yeah. for sure. I, well, I goal, think that's a fair if, total, if I, to be honest. If the goal is not to have any more FCS to FBS, that'll get it done. But I also think you need to show that, and, and look, James Madison is already do this, doing yeah, this, so I'm not this. necessarily pointing them out. But you need to show you are on a sound financial level and you are able to commit commit the resources you need to to be able to participate at the FBS level. You need to show that you can fund the number of sports that you carry, that you can fund the correct number of scholarships for the FBS level. If you're able to pay that much money, that probably also means you're going to have resources to invest in coaching, in training, and in mental health. So I, I'm all right with it being a significant uptick. Well, it's just so drastic. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's five thousand and five million is a massive jump. I, I am not going to argue with you there. There were no baby steps <laughs> to go from one to the other. Well, thank you for that clarification because I've never known why that rule was in place uh, at, at all. So at least, at least now it made sense at the time when they uh, when they put the rule in place. Yeah, and if we if if you need any more, you know, clarification, it, again, it was it was mid 90s, it was those Marshall teams that were kind of the root of it. So if you want to, you know, research they more, were too good. yeah. If you want to <laughs> research more, that's that's where you start. Okay. Hey, believe me, your explanation is sufficient for me. Okay. There's just some things <laughs> that I'm not going to spend a lot of time on. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bootsy. What I find fascinating right now today is not the FCS to FBS or even smaller division to FCS. What I find fascinating is the threat of relegation. Yeah. Now there is a Pac-2, thanks to a judge in Washington saying that Washington State and Oregon State can try to keep the Pacific Coast Conference alive. Okay. The PAC put in the number has been an autonomous conference. Everybody except Oregon State and Washington State is decamping. Yeah. If Oregon State and Washington State rebuild the PAC 12 or Pac-10 or Pac-8 with other schools on the West Coast looking at San Diego State and Boise State. There are others. Fresno State. Sure. Does that continue to be an autonomous conference or does it become part of the group of six? Because the group of five is getting the short end of the stick in the updated, modernized, we don't have a Pac-12 version of the 12-team NCAA football playoff, FBS playoff. We'll table that conversation, though, because we got to... I have no idea how it's going to come out. Sure. But that's I don't think anybody does right now. I don't think the, the leaders of these leagues know. But we do have to, to step, aside and, step aside and squeeze in a break. <laughs> we'll be back right after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone team. 
Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. When you start to build a championship caliber roster, you go down a checklist. Elite quarterback, stable offensive line, pass rush. But what we often forget is a reliable backup quarterback. An elite starter can win you games you're not supposed to. But if you have a deep roster surrounding your QB, a reliable backup can get the job done as well. It's a fail-safe that's produced pretty impressive seasons on multiple occasions. Nick Foles famously led the Eagles to the Super Bowl in 2018. Brock Purdy just led the Niners to the NFC title game. Tom Brady took the Patriots to the Super Bowl in 02 in relief of Drew Bledsoe. And in 2017, Case Keenum led the Vikings to the NFC's number two seeds. It's been done, but it takes an elite roster and a great coach. The Browns, they have that type of talent. But after trading Josh Dobbs prior to the season and losing Deshaun Watson to injury, Cleveland overlooking the importance of a reliable backup quarterback may bite them in a win-now roster. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. You know, in today's world, it seems like the best treatment is reserved for only a few. Well, Discover wants to change all of that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability. That means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in your life, you'll feel special with Discover. You can learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations do apply. Worn out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. TireRack.com reminds you to inspect your tires regularly. Grab a quarter, stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Go to my page, TireRack.com slash Dan. Use the Tire Decision Guide to find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Redestine tires and tread confidently. TireRack.com. TireRack.com is the way tire buying Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Now is the time to save with fall bank pricing at Central Buick GMC. Year-end savings are early this year with big deals on 2023 vehicles, including $2,500 off all in-stock 2023 GMC Acadias. Central has one of the best selections of new Buicks and GMCs in the area, and as always, a huge selection of pre-owned vehicles available with one of the largest inventories in Northeast Arkansas. Make sure to check out the all-new 2024 Buick and Vistas now arriving. Central Buick GMC on Parker Road in Jonesboro or online at centralbuickgmc.com. Do you or your company need DOT physicals? At the Scarborough Clinic, we have drivers that come from Jonesboro, Memphis, and even Little Rock because we make the process easy from start to finish. We let you know what you need to pass, and yes, we even help you with the paperwork. There's a reason why we do more physicals than just about any other provider in Northeast Arkansas. Find out why we are Northeast Arkansas's DOT exam headquarters. So give us a call at 870-238-8707 or visit us on the web at scarboroughclinic.com. Come see us at the Scarborough Clinic. We'll get you in and out. Kids ask their parents a lot of questions. Why can't people fly? Gravity. Is the moon really made of cheese? Yep, cream cheese. When can I move into a big kid's car seat? Uh... For some questions, parents may not have the answer, but that's okay. They can't know everything, but knowing the right seat for their age and size will help protect them in a car crash. Find out more at nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Where do babies come from? Good luck, Dad. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. 
Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Last couple of minutes left in this noon hour. A reminder, coming up at 1 o'clock, we're going to get to know more about the Bobcats with Texas State sports reporter Kef Chardello, uh, host of the Win Now or Get Bent podcast. Looking forward to that conversation. But Win Now or Get Bent. Before we do that, uh, our KavanaughCars.com question today, we're asking you, what is your most controversial Thanksgiving food opinion? Keith, what you got for us? Well, I'm usually an and, not either or guy but I'm an and also guy. Like at our house, we have pumpkin pie because I love pumpkin pie. Okay. But we also have pecan pie because pecan pie is pecan pie. So that's both and. Gotcha. But I guess the most controversial opinion that I've got about Thanksgiving dinner Potatoes are superfluous. You don't need them. This has really come about because after my adult onset type 2 diabetes, I have to consider the carbs that I eat. And each carb that I get from potatoes means one less carb I can get from dressing. Okay. So there, there is a method to the madness, but... Don't don't have mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving at my house. Okay. Leave I, more room for dressing. I, I did have to take a deep breath there. Yeah. But I, I was like, where where is the potato hate going? Because I don't, but I, I get don't, it. It's, it's not hate. Pota- not, yeah. Don't have potato hate. Although, personally, I prefer rice to potatoes, but that's, you know. Is that just being in this part of the country? <laughs> it doesn't hurt. Um. It doesn't hurt, but I, I, I never was a great big potato fan. Okay. You know, I've always preferred rice because you can do more do more things with it. Uh, you know, you, <laughs> you can cook it like they do in Asia. You can cook it like they do in Louisiana. <laughs> you can do all sorts of stuff with rice. But I don't have rice for Thanksgiving dinner either because the carbs we're going to get are going to come from... The two kinds of dressing that we have every year. <laughs> now we have the gravy. We make sure we have the gravy because you put that on the dressing and, and the turkey. Yeah. No potatoes. And that's, that's about as controversial as I get. Medium controversial. Medium controversial. There's a reason for it. I don't expect anybody else to follow it along. <laughs> We will have uh, more Thanksgiving hot takes for you in the second hour of the program, (laughs) as well as a conversation with Texas State sports reporter Kev Chardello. But, Keith, thanks for hanging out with us today. Thanks for having me. Keep it here with us. We'll step aside for a break and return right at the top of the hour after this on the Ticket Radio Network.
This is Will Oswald, your Thursday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brought to you by Plans to Tire Service. Arkansas State Volleyball is still alive in the Sunbelt Conference Championship Tournament in Foley, Alabama. They won the opening match of the tournament yesterday, beating Georgia State in four sets. They are taking the floor at this hour as they meet up with Georgia Southern in the second round. The winner will play South Alabama in the quarterfinals tomorrow morning. Arkansas State football gearing up for the home finale on Saturday with the kickoff at two against Texas State at Centennial Bank Stadium. One win away from bowl eligibility at Senior Day, Heroes Day, and Fan Appreciation Day, and the Mario Davis bobblehead giveaway day as well. And in basketball, the Memphis Grizzlies are awaiting word on an injury. Marcus Smart suffered Tuesday night in a loss to the Lakers. He injured his left ankle when he came down on the foot of former Cedar Ridge star Austin Reeves in the first half. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed a plans and tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Bayer Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram is kicking off our Black Friday sales event. Yes, that's right. It's that time of year when you can save thousands off any new Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in stock only at Bayer. Check these Black Friday specials out. Save up to $16,000 off MSRP on select new 2023 Rams. Or how about a new 2023 Jeep Gladiator? Get up to $11,000 off MSRP. Baird has interest rates as low as 2.9% on select new Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram vehicles. The Baird can get you in the same payment or lower your current payment and reset your warranty. Wouldn't it make sense to come to Baird today? Baird will pay you top dollar for your trade. Just give my staff 15 minutes to show you Baird can do it all for you. Check out these and many more Black Friday deals at one of our seven Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram locations near you in Missouri, West Plains, Dexter, Kennett, Malden in Arkansas, Blyville, West Memphis, Paragord, or check our low prices out at buybeard.com. Don't get a bad deal, get a bear deal. Because why pay more? See you for details. Hey y'all, Matthew Cox here at Cox Implement. Have we got a deal for you. Now through the end of November only, you can save up to an extra $2,500 off our already rock-bottom pricings on all Massey Ferguson 2600H series tractors in stock. Plus, lock in 0% financing with no money down. This is the best deal of the year, and with limited tractors left in stock, it won't last long. Hurry on down to any of our three locations in Hoxie, Highland, or Jonesboro. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. When a clinic sends a referral for your specialty services, you have a choice. The decision of where you receive care is yours. You can choose the only facility in eastern Arkansas to receive an A rating in patient safety by LeapFrog, delivering world-class care and an unmatched safety protocol. You have a choice in your health care provider. Choose NEA Baptist, where safety isn't a goal. It's a promise. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A State Red Wolves. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity the employer.
This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Cameron Ritchie, Ryan James with you for another hour today, getting ready for uh, what should be a really fun weekend of Arkansas State sports. Of course, that includes A-State football in the home finale, Senior Day, also Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium against Texas State. And I thought we should get to know the Bobcats. So let's welcome in Texas State sports writer and host of uh, well, the best-named podcast in the Sun Belt. Windower, get bent. That's Kev Chardello with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. Kev, you doing all right? Hey, I'm doing great. I, I appreciate that compliment on the pod name. Okay, but it's but it's awesome. Windower, get bent. Where did that come from? You know, it just it, it went after after COVID, and we didn't know if we were going to have football. And Texas ended up playing 12 full games that season. Still, was the same old, same old two-win season. Uh, at the time, it was Jake Spavadol, and he was just bringing in a, a bunch of transfers. And it was like I just kind of went on a little Twitter rant and was saying, you know, if the, if this is how it's going to be, bring in transfers to win now, then win now or get bent, you know, get get it going. And fans here liked it, so it, it kind of stuck as a pod title. And three years later, it's still around. And uh, three years later, Texas State is winning, and we'll talk more on that in in a moment. What's the mood around this team right now, though? Coming off a loss at, at Coastal Carolina. You know that was uh, there were a lot of lot of uh, high high emotions after they were were bowl eligible the week before they celebrated jumped in the river and then were humbled very very soundly against Coastal Carolina. I mean it was it was an ugly game you know with with weather and, and lots of penalties and they just everything just seemed off. Uh, and the, you know obviously they weren't happy with it afterwards. But Tuesday press conferences it seems like they're they're ready to put it behind them, remembering that they are a six-win team, two wins left, and uh, it seems like it's what they've done. You know, yeah. after after three losses this season besides this one this past weekend, they followed it up with wins. So they've been able to kind of flush it is what they always say. So they've been able to, to flush those losses. So they're, uh, they're, in, they're in good spirits despite that, that bad game. I want to flash back a little bit. Of course, Texas State is under first-year head coach G.J. Kinney. When Kinney was first brought in, I'm curious, what were your initial impressions and also initial expectations for his first year at the helm? Well, you you know, Incarnate Word is probably 30 minutes away from Texas State. The universities are really close. So we were were pretty familiar with G.J. Kinney. I think that's why he he popped up on Texas State's radar and, and now, all of us saw what, what they were doing down there uh, with the number one offense in the nation and putting up all those points and Walter Payton award winner uh, with, with Lindsey Scott Jr. who's also he's on staff now as a off the field coach here. Um, it was it, we, we were all pretty well aware he's a young guy uh, and this is going to be an uphill battle with, with eight straight years of, of a losing season, no more than four wins in a season for eight straight years for the for the Bobcats so, it was an uphill battle. Um, the expectations were it, it, it's going to take some time to, to get it there. But to have them bowl eligible in his first season and go out and get 53 
uh, a man recruiting class in his very first class in here in December and, and able to sign 53 guys. It, it was it was really impressive. Um, but the, the expectations were were high, but I don't I don't think they were this high. You know, I know they're they're coming off a loss six and four now, but uh, they they've been able to turn it around. Where I mean, uh, people are are finally talking positively about the Bobcats for the first time in about a decade. How did you know initial expectations change just after that first? game of the season that went at Baylor oh man you know I, I mean my personal expectations I, I was still pretty tempered you know I was like yeah, it's a young team young coach it's a long season uh fans around here were, were you know talking undefeated here comes the <laughs> championship to San Marcos you know it was they got they got pretty excited and again they were humbled right after that with a, a loss to UTSA uh uh, you know, their their foes as well. That's another school that's right down the street, right by Incarnate Word. Um, so it's it, their expectations have been significantly raised, and after every win, they get raised even more. And after every loss, you'll you'll see the the reactions are, oh, we're not going to win a game the rest of the season. <laughs> and that's just you know the the fickle nature of fans, especially ones who have been downtrodden for so long, sure. they haven't been given a ton of hope or a ton of reason to not expect those losses to avalanche. So. It's uh, it's been interesting. It's been interesting to watch the roller coaster of emotions with Texas State fans for sure. Kev Jardello, who covers Texas State, here with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. I would imagine that uh, the fan emotion level was at the peak of that roller coaster after getting bowl eligible against Georgia Southern. Just how do you describe what that means for a program that has never got to go to a bowl? Yeah, and, and you know, a little little bit of history, a little bit of quick history. You know, and been in the FBS since 2012. Uh, got to six wins in 2013, got to seven wins in 2014, no bowl game in either one of those years. Uh, the 2014 one was especially egregious, but there was just a lot of teams that reached bowl eligibility, and, and Texas State was left out of the party that year. Uh, and then it was after that 2014 year, people almost took it for granted and was like, okay, well, this is going to be commonplace. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen more often. And it didn't happen for the rest of the decade and a little bit into the next decade. Uh, eight straight years where where it didn't happen um, and Texas State fans it, it's not the biggest program but there's a, a lot of history here there's some some you know, D2 national championships in the 80s and they, oh, they've been playing football since 1909 there's some passionate fans here and uh, they you know the few of them that that were sticking around still really wanted to turn around and had seen this program be something special before and wanted it to get there. And so when it finally, even though it's a small benchmark, especially to a lot of schools around, I mean, you look around the coastal, just getting their fourth straight one, uh, at ball eligibility that is in at other schools like that. It's, it's a small benchmark, but it's a huge one for this place where it was, uh, sports was an, was an afterthought, you know, it's, it's uh, hats off to a lot of the administration administration. Y'all know at Arkansas state with Dr. Kelly Damphis being president here was former chancellor over at Arkansas state, him coming in and doing a lot of things and galvanizing sports and understanding that it's the front porch of the university. It's what everybody sees. You got to make it respectable and high quality. And that'll be the perception from, from everybody looking at Texas state, uh, to, to change that, from what it was before where it wasn't looked at at all was huge and, and getting bowl eligible was a symbol of that of all accumulation of uh the tide is turning in san marcus in in that bowl clinching win the bobcats went out and put up 45 points on georgia southern and, and we've seen some really high scoring outputs when when that offense has been on what makes it go 
Yeah, it's uh, they like to score fast, early, often, uh, and, and they, they like to score on the opening drive. And once they get that momentum going, it doesn't seem like it can be stopped. Like last week they scored on the opening drive, and then a lot of penalties were upsetting the momentum, some sacks by the, by the coastal defense. Uh, so once once they get it going and they're in a rhythm, it, it's it's hard to slow them down. But if they get shaken out of that rhythm, then it, it it's hard for them to to find that again and get that back because they are very much a fast pace. They are, are trying to control the the flow of the game. Uh, and if if when when it, it, it takes everything has to be executed perfectly offensively for it to be humming the way it has, and they've done that a few times. But yeah. when it's not. It gets bad, and we saw that last week. Talking with Kev Chardello, who covers the Bobcats here on the Right Fiber Hotline, you kind of led into to what my next question was going to be. You know, the I was looking at the the 13 loss to Troy specifically, and and one the Trojans have an excellent excellent defense, but but with that game, you know, what was the specific issue in that one? Yeah, the Troy game that was turnovers. I'm pretty sure that was the one where it was three interceptions by, by T.J. Finley, uh, another fumble in there. Um, and they just they, they couldn't recover from that. And that was another thing that upset the, the same flow, the momentum that they like to get going. They like to go fast, fast, fast. And it, it, if they're going fast and it gets stopped all of a sudden with a turnover, they don't find that rhythm. And it, it's hard for them to, to catch up. And that was the situation with Troy. It was more some penalties this last Coastal game. There weren't any, any turnovers, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they went with a quarterback switch. I don't know if it's bad weather. Um, Finley's still going to start this week. We asked coach Kenny about it but he didn't have much of an answer for why he went with Malik Hornsby in the second half of that game um but it seems like they're they're still gonna to go with Finley and and try and get that momentum going there's been so much conversation around the Texas State offense that to, to be honest with you I haven't looked at very many defensive notes at all so fill us in how would you size up this Bobcat defense yeah, you know that they've let a lot of points go, but they're a, a pretty feisty defense. They they are man coverage. Um, I believe they're still second in the nation in tackles for a loss. So they get in the backfield a lot, sacks, tackles for a loss. They're, they're actually about to uh, if they get I think one or two sacks this week, they'll set a program record for Texas State most sacks in an FBS season. Um, so they they do get a lot of pressure back there. They're not very deep in the back end. Uh, that's if you've seen the the Bobcats get gashed. It's been in the passing game usually, um, and, and for those reasons, they don't have a ton of like interceptions or turnovers. Um, you know, they have a really good starting lineup, but they've they've lost some guys like Tory Spears, who's a, was a team captain. He was out for the season early on in the year. He's at safety um, that have that have hurt them there. But they're really deep on the defensive line. I mean, they had a strong front seven last year, lost a bunch of guys, but then as I was saying, that 53-man recruiting class for DJ Kenny. They just kind of reloaded a lot of the defensive line, and you got Brian Holloway at, at linebacker. He's a terrific linebacker, team captain, wearing number zero in the middle of the defense. Um, yeah, so it's it's a front seven, front seven heavy defense, man coverage. Uh, they they let a lot of points go, but they're they're kind of a, a bend don't break style defense where where if the offense can get over thirty five points, they're not going to allow more than thirty five. So. Obviously, this is not an apples-to-apples comparison, different coaches, different schemes, different strategies, what have you. But but Jake Spavadol was a coach that brought in a lot of transfers and and built that way as opposed to high school recruiting. That's what Kenny has done in, in his first recruiting class. Why why did it work for Kenny? Or does it look like it's working for Kenny when it didn't work for Spav? 
Yeah, you know, with with Spavadol's recruiting class, it, it never got more than say thirty players. With you know, they've opened it up as we all know the the twenty five um, cap on a recruiting class per year is, is no longer. They can sign as as many as they want up up to having eighty five. Uh, and, and so ha- being able to bring in fifty three new guys that really helped. That was a big difference. Is almost two recruiting classes in one sure. for GJ Kinney. Uh, and it was it was also the quality of, of transfer players, um, you know, with with Jake Spavadol that when if he would sign, let's say twenty five players, I think his last class was actually twenty two. So let's say twenty two players, it would it would be three on the first signing period in December, and then he'd be up to about ten at the second signing period in February, and then it would be a slow trickle until August to fill the class. And so it was almost he was he was getting guys who are on their last option uh, in choosing Texas State or uh, you know, the not, leftovers. Not the most high... Right. You know, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to, you know, there's still D1 athletes. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. That's true. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I phrased because, that poorly. <laughs> they're, no, they're, no, you're right, though. I mean, you know, they're more athletic than me. I don't want to call them a leftover. But yeah, you know, that's essentially essentially what it was. And, and it was they're more highly coveted transfers with G.J. Kinney, what he's been bringing in, oh, guys who were transferring in from P5 schools who had offers otherwhere else. He brought in Nash Jones over from Incarnate Word where he was, and Nash Jones had an offer from Baylor and Washington State, some other really good schools. Um, and so they were just able to get just a, a higher higher quality of, of transfer. Yeah. Uh, just about to wrap up our conversation with, with Kev Chardello, just a couple more questions to throw at you, Kev. One, you know, what, if anything, this week during during press conferences or Q&As has, has this Texas State staff had to say about the Red Wolves? Yeah, I mean, obviously Jalen Renor is, is what's on everyone's, uh, uh, you know, tip of everyone's tongue right now when talking about the Red Wolves. He, he's been pretty special emerging at the quarterback position, knowing he's a dual threat, and that's been a, that's been an issue for the Bobcats. We saw an issue last week with, with Basco. Uh, it, it's Zion Chris as well when they played Louisiana. Um, it's it's been an issue for the Bobcats, so I think that's that's high on their mind. And you know, even though the, the Bobcats they've won the last three against Arkansas State before that, Arkansas State won the previous five. So it's been you know a very streaky series. But even though it's been an evenly matched one, it could swing back at at any time. Uh, and so it's it's definitely not not an opponent to, to take lightly. I mean, one of the best games I think I've seen was that that was forty eight forty five a couple years back. Uh, Arkansas State versus Texas State. That was one of the an, an amazing game. So it, it, it's bound to be a close one for sure, especially with with how these two teams look this season. I mean, gosh, it, it hasn't been more than a three point win in a in a long time. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure all three of Texas State's wins are within three or four points. Somewhere around there, so it's uh, it's going to be a good one for sure. I'm excited for it. What do you think decides it? We'll wrap it up on this. What do I think decides it? Sure, yeah. I would say if it were to, if it goes in the favor of Texas State, they have a pretty clean game as far as turnovers, penalties, because um, those it, it's either one or the other that has been the, a real thorn in the side. Sometimes it's both in the game, um, but a, a pretty clean game so that this offense can find that rhythm. Uh, they'll be able to score some points. But if uh, this defense allows the the rush attack to keep biting them the way it has and and if the the depth isn't there on the back end, uh, if they can't slow down Raynor, I mean, it's going to be a long day for the Bobcats for sure. Well, Kev, 
thanks for spending time with us today. If uh, if our listeners want to get even more up to speed on Texas State, where can they find you? Find me on I'm on Twitter at Kef underscore C. Uh, you mentioned my podcast on YouTube, Win Now or Get Thin on YouTube. Also on Apple, Spotify, any of the audio channels, you you go to check it out. But yeah, yeah, go find me. All right, sounds good. Thanks for the time. Appreciate you. Thank you, Kara. And that is Kev Chardello, who's covered Texas State for a minute at this point in time. I'm trying to I feel like every time we've ever had a conversation about the Bobcats, it's been with Kev. He does a great job covering that program. And uh, again, you heard where to find him, Kev underscore C on Twitter. And then he'll have links to all the other places you can find the podcast and, and things like that. Uh, let's let's step aside, though. Time for a quick break. We'll come back and follow up on that conversation and get you updated on some A-State volleyball as well. That's on tap here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now until the 30th, Nissan is doing $1,000 Christmas cash back on any new Nissan vehicle. It's a Black Friday special, so $1,000 back in your pocket in time for Christmas. See dealer for details. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction at the corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. Do you need an umbrella indoors? First Quality Roofing is here to help. Are you in need of roof repair or replacement for your residential or commercial property? Look no further than First Quality Roofing, your trusted roofing experts. Our skilled team is here to provide you with reliable, efficient, and cost-effective solutions. From repairs to installations, no job is too big or too small for us. So why wait? Don't let a damaged or outdated roof dampen your spirits. Call Walter at 870-316-2381. That's 870-316-2381 to get started today. It's a mix and match special now at all Northeast Arkansas Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta and a tin, loaded tots, Domino stuffed cheesy bread, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. Only at your Northeast Arkansas area Domino's Pizza locations. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best low terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best of the best six years in a row. In football, collisions are an exciting part of the game. In real life, that's a whole other story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair, 935-9482. 
Oh, no. Not again. Ugh. Locked out? Jonesboro Lock and Key can get you in. Lose your key? We can even program you one on site and get you on the road in no time. Jonesboro Lock and Key is your trusted locksmith in Northeast Arkansas for auto, residential, and commercial locksmith services. Our skilled locksmiths can handle it all, even key fobs. The best part? We come to you. Jonesboro Lock and Key. Proud to be voted best of NEA four years in a row. Give Jonesboro Lock and Key a call. 870-219-3723. That's 870-219-3723. Hey there, Northeast Arkansas. This is John Moore of Arkansas Superstore on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Here to tell you that we're flipping the script on car buying. Tired of the runaround? Sick of dealers treating you like an afterthought? Upside down in your current car? At Arkansas Superstore, we're here to change the game. No credit? Bad credit? Upside down in your current ride? We've got your back. Don't stand for bait and switch tactics. That's holding. We believe in transparency and trust. You deserve the car you want with a payment much lower than your rent. Why settle for less? We won't sell you something you don't love. Life is too short for car buying nightmares. Let's make it better together. Give us a shot before giving in to it is how it is tactics. Arkansas Superstore is here to make sense of it all for you. Come over and find your dream ride. You're approved. When the banks say no, I say yes. We're ready to show you a much better way. Visit us today at 11580 Highway 49 North in Brooklyn or online at ArkansasSuperstore.com. Let's rewrite the car buying story one satisfied customer at a time. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. The Ride Fiber Hotline is open at 870-930-3776. That's brought to you by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Our KavanaughCars.com question, what is your most controversial Thanksgiving food opinion? Some interesting ones so far today on social media. Uh, the first person to chime in, Hellbender on Twitter. He said, quote, apple pie is for Independence Day, end quote. I don't nec- I don't argue with that one. There are a lot of just uh, people who view, you know, the more pies, the merrier at Thanksgiving. So you'll get like a pecan and a pumpkin and an apple and something else. But I don't, I don't, I don't hate that take. Uh, Mr. A, an interesting one, saying he would throw turkey in the trash where it belongs. And from ASU Goody, Ham Clears. That is a direct quote. Keeping tabs right now on A-State Volleyball. They are trying to fend off Georgia Southern. But uh, actually, the Red Wolves are going to have to embark on a comeback here. As right now, it is the the fourth set. Georgia Southern is up two sets to one. So, of course, you got to get to three. First one to get to three is the winner. And Georgia Southern up 22 to 19. You played a 25. The first two sets went to extra points. Georgia Southern won that third one, 25 to 20. So A State trying to rally here and survive in advance. If they were to come back and win this set, there would be a fifth set, a deciding set. And if that were to happen, of course, we would keep you updated on that as well. I got this on right now on the plus in the office. So I'm keeping tabs. So if I like yell, <laughs> you know why I'm watching volleyball. I'm very into it. It's fun sport to watch. Never played, but fun sport to watch. And of course, I know it's absolutely huge in in Northeast Arkansas with so much talent in this area and so many phenomenal coaches. You can certainly understand why that is. Looking around at uh, some other 
college sports talk. I'm I was a little sad today to check the overall college sports schedule and realize that there there are no games tonight in college football. It's it's Thursday and I've just gotten so used to there being something on Thursday nights. Oh wait. You know what? I gotta I gotta do a better job looking at this. There's one game, one game tonight. We've already had Maction. Tuesday night and Wednesday night, wild win by Toledo. Tuesday night, a couple of teams with some really good records in the MAC, including Miami getting a win last night, twenty-three to ten. But one game on tap tonight. I don't know how I feel about watching Boston College and Pitt, but if you are not into the NFL, don't want to watch Thursday night football. This is, I mean, this is this is what you got. <laughs> this is this is what you're stuck with. So I hope you're all right with that. Uh, there should be some fun ones coming up this uh, this weekend around college football. I am excited for, for the, the weekend slate in the Sun Belt, as always, especially because there is a, a genuine possibility that there could be 11 teams that go bowling in the Sun Belt. Uh, there are seven that have already got to that magic number of six wins. Of course, one of those is James Madison, so they're not eligible right now, but... Every bowl projection that I've read says that there will not be enough bowl-eligible teams and JMU will find their way in. So, all right, so we got seven that are going from the Sun Belt. But here's how four more could get in. If A-State wins Saturday against Texas State, well, then that means A-State would be at six, so, so that's your eighth team. South Alabama is hosting Marshall. If they win on Saturday, well, there's team number nine. The Raging Cajuns play at Troy this weekend. That'll be tough. Cajuns defense is no joke. Or excuse me, Troy's defense is no joke. But the Raging Cajuns wrap up the season at home against ULM. They're going to win that game. So that's team number 10 to get bowl eligible in the Sun Belt. And then Marshall. They play at South Alabama on Saturday. I don't see them winning that game. And again, we've already mentioned that that South Al would have to, to win that one to get bowl eligible themselves. But... If Marshall were to win their final game of the season, which of course is hosting Arkansas State, they would be team number 11. I don't necessarily want to see that. I'd be fine with Marshall sitting at home and A-State winning the final two games of the regular season, but that would be kind of the map for how that would happen if the Sun Belt were to get 11 teams bowl eligible. That is how it would, would unfold. And honestly, I kind of hope that happens because Sunbelt Hoops right now is just not off to a, a very good start. You know, last year was a really good year for the league uh, with some big non-conference wins, with some really high RPIs and, and things like that. But uh, we have not seen the Sunbelt start strong out of the gate, with the exception, of course, of James Madison, who's in the top 25. But when you go in and you look at conference RPI ratings right now, the Sun Belt is ranked 31st, and again, that'll change RPI's flawed metric. But there's not, not been a lot of non-conference success yet from the league, again, with the exception of JMU, and, and you've even had a, a couple of really ugly losses, one of those being South Alabama losing to Mobile. So there's work to do for the league from an RPI standpoint, but again, RPI is just one metric. Uh, net rankings, Ken Palm, things like that. There are multiple different ways to, to evaluate different teams. And I would anticipate that that conference rating 
looking a little bit different in other places. Speaking of the Sun Belt, though, uh, Arkansas State's volleyball season has come to an end. The Red Wolves lost three sets to one at Georgia, against Georgia Southern in Foley, Alabama at the Sun Belt Conference Tournament. So it was a, um, a step forward in year two for Arkansas State Volleyball under Brian Gerwig. But I'm really excited to see what kind of step this team takes next season. They did, of course, win the first round as the sixth seed, but falling to three seed Georgia Southern just now. So that is, uh, that is a wrap. Nobody wanted to talk to us, Ryan? Was it a telemarketer? I'm getting spam uh, text messages, and and I can't decide if I want to just let it go and ignore it, or or kind of mess with a mess oh, with a scammer a little bit. I wouldn't say I'm the king of it, but I will mess with a scammer. I've been I've I've gotten sometimes Instagram bots and have had monologues with them just because it's like you know if we're gonna go to war we're going to war. <laughs> If you're going to waste my time, I'm going to waste your time. Exactly. And, you know, I've, I haven't done that in a while because eventually I just like, yeah, it, it's much simpler to block them and just kind of move on. But for there was a while, especially on Instagram, because they give you the most grotesque messages. Like, that's not what you expect. I'll follow yeah. for, like, the memes, the music, updates on stuff, keeping up with friends, and all of a sudden the most random oddball stuff that you'll get from those scammers. But, yeah, I, I've I've messed with them back too. But, yeah, no, that, that was just someone who uh, – that seem up to any good. <laughs> I am, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I got to, I got to decide. I got to decide what I want. It's like a choose your own adventure. It story. is exactly. It's a choose your own adventure. By the way, while while we're kind of talking about spammers and, and scammers here for a moment, just uh, be <laughs> be aware of of the pages that you follow on social media, and I mean specifically on Facebook. Obviously, we have a Facebook page for the ticket. And we do have – it's. I, I hope you follow that page. I hope you enjoy interacting with that page. Mm. Of course, that's where uh, fans can vote for the player of the week and things like that. But but across the EAB family of stations, from time to time, we will have contests yeah. on Facebook. And unfortunately, every time that happens, there's some kind of scammer that is trying to message our listeners and, and things like that. And, mm. oh, you've won. Click on this link and give us a credit card number. So I just want to reiterate – if you're following any page under the EAB umbrella, the ticket, K-Fine, KISS, any of our other stations, we are never going to message you and ask you to, one, click on a random link yep. or ask you for any kind of payment information. We're just, we, we ain't going to do it. So Beware of that. Yeah, and, and, and that's going to go with any media group that you follow. Yeah. That's going to go with uh, most business pages that you follow. I don't want to say every business page because there's no telling, but most business pages you follow, they're never going to do that if you if you enter a contest or anything like that. So just be be social media aware. Uh, mm-hmm. It is it is a pile of suck dealing with <laughs> with the scams and the spam right now. So it's a unfortunate thing. It is. It is. Thank you for listening to our PSA. We're going to step aside for a break. We'll be right back after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Central Toyota is central satisfaction. Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central Toyota has $1,000 TFS ARP cash on Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, and Tundras with approved credit financing with Toyota. And up to $4,500 off special edition Tundras. See dealer for details. 
Come in and reserve yours today. Central also has over 400 certified pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Central Toyota is Central Satisfaction at 3305 Stadium Boulevard and online at centraltoyota.com. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes minutes cell phone station in the highland shopping center at the corner of red wolf and highland in jonesboro near fuji steakhouse cell phone station home of the 20 minute iphone repair get your iphone back glass fixed now at cell phone station go by for details hey dude you won't believe it we sold our house and we made a fortune no way how'd you find out it was worth that much we used this awesome website arhomevalue.com It was a game changer. It's brought to you by Dustin White Realty. They know their stuff. Plus, ARHomeValue.com is quick and easy to use. Don't miss out on getting top dollar for your home. Go to ARHomeValue.com today. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Top dollar for your home sale is just a click away. ARHomeValue.com. Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative, has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at NeboAuto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. I'll be honest, the first few months were tough. When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. Figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife, and friend, some days I'm barely keeping my head above water. And with the transition and everything I'm juggling, I'm spread too thin. I finally realized that it's hurting my mental health. To get back to enjoying life again, I needed to get help. Opening up to someone was a big step for me. I I saw that I'm not alone and that there are tools to help me overcome what I'm going through. With support, I feel like I'm heading in the right direction. Discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health. Visit maketheconnection.net slash womenveterans. Swimming pools can be lots of fun, but they can be dangerous too, especially for young children. Always practice simple safety steps to prevent tragedies. Fence all pools. Teach kids to swim. And always watch them around water. No horseplay. Simple steps save lives. To learn new life-saving steps, visit PoolSafely.gov. A public service message from the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 
Kara Ritchie, Ryan James, hanging out with you. The number to call, of course, is 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Asking you today for our KavanaughCars.com question. What is your most controversial Thanksgiving food opinion? And... <laughs> Weighing on the phones or on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. I've got Twitter pulled up right now because I'm trying to see if there's any kind of update on Marcus Smart for the Grizzlies. He had to leave the Grizzlies' most recent game, which was Tuesday night, after landing on Austin Reeves' leg. So he tweaked his left ankle and... He is expected to be reevaluated sometime, I believe, today. If not, at least definitely before the Grizzlies are back on the court tomorrow. And was just hoping for news there. Just hoping, praying, crossing fingers, knocking on wood that something positive will be reported on uh, the Grizzlies in terms of their health. Let's go to the phones, though, and shout at Zach on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? Good. What's up, Karen? Hey, what's up, man? Oh, not a whole lot. Just uh, thought I'd give you guys a holler. Uh, will y'all be on the air any next week, or will y'all be off the entire week? We're going to be on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, to the best of my knowledge. But Thursday, of course, we're going to be busy stuffing our faces, and Friday, uh, stuffing our faces with leftovers. Of course. Yeah, same here. Same yeah. Here. Are you talking about the Grizzlies' uh, uh, rough go at it so far? It's just... Unreal. Um, I found, I'm trying to find a picture picture in my phone here that had a list of the Grizzlies injuries this season. Or actually, what it had was, was the list of players who have not been hurt so far on the 16-man roster. So, so far, the only guys who've been healthy have been Desmond Bain, uh, Roddy, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Lofton. Four players oh, wow. that have been that have been good to go for the Grizzlies so far this season. Everybody else has had some kind of injury or, of course, suspension or something like that. And uh, it's just, yeah, that's that's rough, man. That's just rough. You know who came out of this? You know who came out of this whole ordeal smelling like a rose? Who? Dylan Brooks. He got that big contract from the Rockets. And right now the Rockets are in fourth place over on the West. I mean, uh, you know, that's who came out of this one like a rose. Remember how they got rid of him, and we thought he would, we wouldn't see him. We'd see him in the NBA again. He'd be playing overseas in Europe or somewhere. And Rockets picked him up and gave him that nice fat contract, and and they're 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 number four in the West right now. Yeah, look, I'll be honest. I never thought that because there is a place in the NBA for pest, and there's a place in the NBA for villains, especially if those villains can still defend. Uh, when they're not too busy running their mouth. And Dylan right. Brooks is is great at getting in. Not everybody, because clearly there's some guys that, that have been able to brush him off over the years, but he's great at getting right. into some guys' heads. And even though there are times he takes a lot of bad shots, every once in a while he's going to step up and hit that dagger as well. He's, I mean, he's, he's certainly going to continue to have a future in the association for a hot minute. I mean, he's only 27, so. Um, right. But, but look, I... You can't really it's it's hard to have any hindsight with that situation because it's not like the Grizzlies went out without Brooks and had a poorly assembled roster. Just you, you can't you can't plan to have injury situations like this. There's it's almost impossible to overcome. Right. Right. Uh as far as your question goes, 
Uh, I got to go with uh, my better half. She's Filipino, and we have uh, traditional uh, Thanksgiving. And then we have Filipino food. Oh, that's so cool. Probably lumpia. It's like a it's like a mini spring roll with chili sauce. It's got a it's got a vegetables and uh, ground beef on the inside. It's delicious. And pancit noodles, uh, delicious as well. So I get to have traditional Thanksgiving and then a, a Filipino style Thanksgiving. That's that's really awesome. Oh yeah, it's, it's trust me, Filipino food's delicious. Here. You'd love it. Well, that's well, yeah, that's great. I'm glad I'm glad you're gonna have an awesome Thanksgiving. Yes, same to y'all. Catch up with you guys tomorrow. All right, sounds good. He leaves the Right Fiber Hotline open at eight seven zero nine three zero three seven seven six. Again, what what do we say just a second ago? Four four players for the Grizzlies <laughs> that have been able to be healthy so far for their first eleven games that have not missed a game. So we'll see how that uh, continues to unfold and see what kind of news the Grizzlies get uh, today on Marcus Smart. Now Luke Kennard also left that game. Tuesday night against the Lakers, but I believe I've seen reports that said uh, what he was removed for was mostly precautionary. So hopefully that means he's going to be good to go Friday night, uh, or excuse me, Saturday night is actually the next game for Memphis, and that will be at San Antonio. We did see some news uh, in the NBA regarding Draymond Green. If you missed it, you know, he choked Rudy Gobert. Uh, a couple of nights ago in that game <laughs> between the Timberwolves and the Warriors. And Draymond gets a five-game suspension, which I don't know. I, I just feel like if you have if you have repeated behavior that is straight-up clown shoes and puts other players at risk, at a certain point in time, the penalties should be cumulative. Like, Zemo, if Zemo would have choked somebody... Back in the day, they would have kicked him out of the league. And I am so tired of hearing Steve Kerr weigh in with some kind of moral righteousness and superiority. I never want to hear him comment on another player's actions ever again when he's got when he when he is standing up for Draymond Green. I never want to hear it again. I just get I get so frustrated with him in his air of self righteousness in regards to how players should conduct themselves on the court. But anyways, I got that out of my system, so I feel I feel a lot better now. <laughs> uh, 930-3776, the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. A couple more minutes here are the phones, and then we'll have to step aside and take a break. But let's, uh, let's shout at Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Bobby, are you with us? We literally just had a phone call. I know the microphones, but I feel like I hear noise in the background. Bobby, did you accidentally Hi. mute yourself with your face? I've done that before. No, I'm here. All right. Can you hear me? I can. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. What's on your mind today, no, sir? Want... Oh, I'm good. I just wanted to call in. I was going through some uh, pictures on my uh, phone, and I came across a picture from uh, Texas State. I guess it was probably maybe four years ago, home game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I wish I could go to the game this weekend, but I'm not going to be able to. That's my mother's birthday uh, party. She'll be uh, 80 on Thanksgiving. But yeah. We'll give her a surprise birthday party on Saturday. That's important. We Yeah, understandable. But, but anyway, you know how you, you get pictures, you, you, know, you wait for pictures, uh, the 
come together and then wait for, wait for the right time to take it. I was at a, the Texas State game, like I said, about four years ago. I believe it was a home It was a home game. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had two players on the Texas State side. I was sitting behind them on their bench. And uh, they had two players. One of them's name was Lily, and the other one's name was Lips. And I sat there the whole time <laughs> waiting for those two to get together. And they finally did, and I got the picture. And I, I lost it there for a long time, but I ran across it. I'd love to send that to you sometime. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds good. I think my favorite player picture like that, you got to go back several years when, when Darion Griswold was playing, and then I think it was right. Jamar Clark on the offensive line. And so you had Clark Griswold out Griswold. there together. Yep. And that picture yep. uh, made the rounds. That that was a good one. The, the one you're talking about sounds like a great one too. Well, it just so happened that there's a another player. I don't know if he saw me waiting for this opportunity to take the picture. But right when I took the picture, this other player walks in front, and he turns his head and looks up at the camera. Uh-huh. You love to see it. It's classic. <laughs> Trying to photo bomb. Yeah, uh, but I don't know if he really. Uh, saw what I was doing or not, but it was perfect timing. You got any bold prediction for how Saturday's going to unfold for A-State taking on Texas State? Oh, I think we'll beat them. Okay. We got them. Yeah, we got them. All right. Well, I like the confidence. I hope you have a good weekend, and I hope your mom has a great birthday. Okay, I appreciate it. I'm going to try to get that picture to you sometime. All so right. All right. What would be the best way to do it? I well, if you've got, you know, if if you're on social media, I'm all over the place. You can always just send me a message. If if you're not, uh, my email is Kara at eabjonesboro.com. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've had Facebook and email. I just don't have the Twitter thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. It is, it is okay. an acquired taste. Bobby, thank you for the all phone right. call. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Have a good afternoon. All right. Uh, who's with us on the phone? Hello there, Miss Kerry. Hey, Red Wolf Mark. What are you doing? Well, I was going to tell you about my Thanksgiving thing. All right. Tell us tell us about your Thanksgiving thing. Well, I like to have some, you know, I, you're going to have some good old chicken and dressing and, and deviled eggs and some good old, uh, uh, then some soup potatoes, homemade soup potatoes with uh, marshmallows. Mm-hmm. And plus, we're gonna have some uh, turkey, mm-hmm. ham, and all that good stuff. And, uh, and plus, we're gonna have green bean casserole. Yeah. And plus, and plus for dessert, we're gonna have chocolate pie, pumpkin pie, and cherry pie. All by white, and, and homemade roast. Sounds it's great, Red Wolf Mark. Yeah. Boy, you want to come? You want to come join us, don't you? It sounds good. I, I should have a. I'm, I should have a pretty good spread for Thanksgiving as well. I think. Yeah, if Kate ain't got a place to go, we're weak, Kate. You come over and join us. Well, Ryan's hey, in the studio, that. so but we'll make sure Kate gets that message. Yeah. All right, Red Wolf Mark. I got to take a break. What else you got going on? Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Let's step aside and take one more break while we can. We'll come back and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Four receivers, twins die the direction. Ely in the left slide goes in motion. 
Now Raider going deep left side, looking for Foreman. Foreman makes the catch inside the five, and he's into the end zone. The Red Wolves look to become bowl eligible Saturday as they host Texas State on Senior Day. And you can hear it all on your home for A-State football, 107.9 K-5. Coverage begins at noon with the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show. That's followed by the Centennial Bank pregame show at 1 and kickoff at 2 o'clock. And stay tuned after the game for Wolf House, presented by Baird Auto Group, live from the Embassy Suites Jonesboro. A-State football is sponsored in part by First Choice Farm and Lawn, Jim's Pawn Shop, First Quality Roofing, George Kell Motors, More Air Conditioning, Jonesboro Cycle and ATV, Calmer Solutions, Dustin White Realty, The Social, Arkansas Superstore, Collision Repair, Denzo Manufacturing, and Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter. And Bethania Beret Harrison from KJNB Northeast Arkansas News. And we're looking for the best eats in Northeast Arkansas in our brand new feature, North Eats Arkansas, presented by George Kell Motors. Check it out every Monday and Tuesday night on Northeast Arkansas News on CBS and Fox. And online at kjnbtv.com slash eats. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. <laughs> Now that I have your attention. Planning in Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Planning in Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Planning in Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Planning in Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Our family has been in the car business for almost 70 years. In that time, a lot of things have changed. One thing that has stayed the same is our commitment to customer service. At Glen Sains, our inventory is growing every day. Between all of our four stores, we'll have 400 units in stock at any given time. Whether you're looking to buy GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, we look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. The next disaster is coming. The time to get ready is now. Make a plan. Identify meetup locations and people you'll need to contact and keep your contact list somewhere safe. Build a kit with enough food and water for three days. And don't forget your pets. Keep seven days of medication on hand. Work with your pharmacist and insurance company to get the extra doses. Make copies of important documents and keep them on your phone, in the cloud, or on a USB stick. Stay informed. Note area hazards. Take courses in CPR and first aid. And sign up for local alerts. Be ready. Learn more at americares.org slash send us in. 
You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Thursday, just a couple minutes left. I guess if you can talk quick, you can still give us a call on the Right Fiber Hotline. Weigh in with your hottest thanksgiving food takes that was our kevin.cars.com question what is your most controversial thanksgiving food opinion of course it's brought to you by our great friends at kevin.cars.com they're gearing up for some black friday sales so i would absolutely head there if you are searching for a new or new to you vehicle you can go ahead and pick out that perfect ride and also do all of the things you need to do to drive away in it like getting pre-approved for your financing finding out what your trade-in is worth is worth uh everything right there for you at kavanaughcars.com ryan james do you sir have any thanksgiving food opinions that you would consider to be controversial i've been thinking the entire show i really don't and the moment you mentioned the question i immediately went to the cranberry but then yes. you said that really isn't controversial apparently so I, but like that really is one that i will steer clear from yeah every single year i will not try it after i've tried it years ago it will not get better, and that is the final verdict. I, I feel like the only reason I, I don't classify that as controversial is, well, one, I'm in the same boat that you are. Mm-hmm. And then, two, I feel like I, I feel like that is one of those things that even though it is on a lot of Thanksgiving tables, yeah. it is it is ignored by probably about 50% of, of people who are at Thanksgiving. I guess it's just tradition to put that on the table because it's true. Yeah, yeah. it gets touched the least. The turkey will be almost gone. The mashed potatoes, yeah, that's going to be there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if someone you said earlier on Twitter said turkey will not be on the table. Someone said that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they said you know. they would tur- take the turkey and put it in the trash. That's that's not even controversial. That's just flat out wrong. I think I, I can't accept that <laughs> as controversial, unfortunately. But uh, no, I, I don't know if I have a wildly yeah. controversial one. I have the same thing most folks will have, and it's going to be good yeah you know yeah i'm i'm kind of with you and and i i usually i try and ask questions mm-hmm. for a question today that i do have an answer to but I, i'm kind of with you in that i don't necessarily think i i have one for this one either i mean i like I, i'm gonna have turkey and dressing and maybe stuffing if, if we got both yep gonna have some type of potatoes some kind of pecan pie or something pie yeah. related that's gonna happen there's gonna be some pie there's gonna be uh, it's just, there's just going to be, I'm just, I love all of the casseroles with my whole heart. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of casseroles. And so I just, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Just nothing, nothing necessarily. We failed. We failed it. Well, today's it admittedly, if you had asked me this question probably years ago, cause my, I wouldn't say my palate has gotten better, but when I was a kid, it really was, I would put maybe turkey and mac and cheese on the sure. plate and I would not, I mean, that stayed the, the course for a while. So if you'd asked me years ago, I probably would have had a ton of controversial opinions for you. I would not be touching casseroles, would not be probably even eating pie to a certain degree. I don't know why. But that has since changed, which is a good thing. Older and wiser. Yes. Yeah, sure. More mature palate. I'll eat fast food after this probably. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, that's a wrap for today's Workday Red Zone. A big thank you to, of course, Keith Merritt, who hung out with us in Hour 1. And also Kev Chardello, who joined us to preview the Bobcats. You can find that interview coming up this afternoon at 95.3theticket.com. 
Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budro at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio comes your way with JC at 10, and we return tomorrow at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon. Sweet baby, I need fresh blood.